<laughs> that's a transition. I have to do a read now, don't no, I? No, that's a transition. <laughs> right, right here there. it is. Uh, before we continue on with this topic, I do want to remind everybody that it is the lunch hour of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Oh, and you can good. see your favorite golf legends play in the Colleague Companies Championship July 12th through July 16th at the famous Firestone Country Club. Fun, family-friendly events all week long featuring a new fan zone experience, free attendance for kids, and concerts every single night. There's something for everyone. Learn more at ColleagueGolf.com. It was a great transition. In time, I don't think you can name any investment that has a better return on it than being a pro sports owner. Nope. Now, no. the barrier to entry is you need a couple billion dollars. Yeah. All top. But when you look at teams who 10 years ago sold for $400 million, but three months ago sold for $6 billion? Yes. It's, yeah. it's and, and that's not the exception. That's the rule. Every one of these franchises that were purchased in the hundreds of millions are worth in the billions today. So, Guardians among them. So. But if you're not independently wealthy, that's just... That's a, a mirage of money. I, I yeah. want to ask this question. And it, I've always thought, so say, for instance, you can get a valuation just like, oh, um, your house, right? You can right. go get, they say, how much is my house worth? House worth? Then you can say, okay, well, this my house is worth this. Let me get a loan based on the value of my house, right? right? So when you look at smaller baseball teams, right, I've always thought like, okay, I bought it for how much, right? I, I think the Guardians that got bought for like, what? A couple hundred million. 300, 300 million, million, yeah. Durable billion now, about 1.3, 1. Billion and a half? Billion, I think we, I, we talked about this a, yeah. a, a yeah, month or two. I think 1.3. So your return on invest, 700 million, that's crazy. 700, yeah. 800 million you're going to get. Almost a, a billion dollars. A billion dollars. Now, can you, can't you go to a bank and say, look, I'm, this is why I'm worth a billion. I'm sure you can. But a good financial person does not want to pay, pay the interest that's the on rough. that money. So, in other words, if you if you borrow a hundred, and, and I'm not sure, I don't know, I'm speaking way out of turn here. I'm, a, I'm guessing that maybe there was a loan taken during COVID. Because yeah. remember, one of the revenue streams was completely gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was no attendance. Yeah. yeah. So, all of the owners have a rainy day fund. Nobody in 2018 said, you know, there could be a worldwide pandemic coming, but all of the owners prepare for a myriad of things, a, a work stoppage. Mm-hmm. How do we, how do we keep our other employees employed? How do we keep the ship moving? If the players say we're not playing games until we get a better deal. So yeah. they all have this emergency slush fund, the Dodgers, the Yankees, the Cubs, the major market cities probably have a much bigger emergency fund than the Reds, the Royals, the White, or the, the the Tigers, and the Guardians, and the and the and the Pirates. I'm sure he had to write checks out of his own personal wealth. I, just by what I see and how they spend money, he's very very frugal, and he's been successful doing that. Mm-hmm. So he's a smart guy. He's built this empire. So he's saying, I'm doing pretty well here. My investment of three hundred million is now worth one point three billion. I'm doing something right, and I'd like to keep that. And 1. I'd like to keep that, that wealth. Yeah. So if I borrow a hundred million to buy Zanino and Bell, and they fall completely on their face, I'm not paying back just a hundred million. I'm paying back one at today's interest rates. I'm paying back. 130 million. Yeah. I don't yeah, know yeah. how long these loans are taken for or what their interest rates are on them. So, but that's so I think with him, he's saying, I've got a tried and true method. I've got the best manager in the game. I've got the best general manager in the game. I don't need the best roster in the game. And I've proven that because I'm con- con- 
consistently a playoff team. And because I work, I played. And another thing, you played. You played in the worst, one of the worst yeah. divisions. You're in the AL Central, where today you're two and a half out. So let's let's run down the list. Money, no. Willing to spend, no. No. Does he meddle? No. 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 Have they been lucky? Well, I, he's hired the great. He, I, he's I hired actually, the best staff. I, I went through my. I gave him no, no, and yes on luck. I, th- I think he has been lucky. He has been, he has been lucky. And he's hired the right people. But he hired Francona. He's hired, yeah, no He's argument. hired Antonetti. And yeah. more importantly, I want to, this is where I give Dolan the most credit. You don't think that Tito and Antonetti have had offers, to, offers that are yeah. far superior? Yep. And he must be taking care of them. Now, you, you don't have to divulge how, how much you're paying coaches and general managers. Yeah, but now. guess what? But the he, fact that they're not in Toronto or Boston, that speaks volumes. So he found the right people, and he's, he's kept the right people. He's insulated because Tito, Tito has so much cachet that he can speak on things above where he even talk about. Like, he, he's almost a de facto general manager assistant GM, mm-hmm. uh, marketing guy. But he always pays reverence and respect to, to, to the guys above him. And, 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 and they, they, they lockstep. They, they, they right by each other, right? It's a good management team. And, and so By far the best yeah. management team in, in, in local. Have you ever heard them say and have two conflicting messages? No, no they're always they're messaging right. is always on point. Even when it came down to the very controversial name change. Yeah. Yep. Tito, whether he believed it or not, Tito went yep. in front of those cameras and said, it's time. Yeah. It's time. We've got guys in our clubhouse that I've talked to that are uncomfortable with us being the Indians. Let's change it. Whether right. he believed that or not, he was in line with Dolan's message. Dan Gilbert. Willing to spend? He has yes. the money. He's yep. willing to spend the money. Has he hired the right people? Yes. I agree. And has he been lucky? Yes. I say yes. Hope, see, here's my problem. Getting LeBron James there, in the there, lottery. There, is one, there, there is one thing with Dan, like, right? <laughs> he did the old switcheroonie. He had Mike Brown. He got rid of Mike Brown. Yeah. <laughs> Brim brought Brown back. Um, he did give Ty Lue the job, gave, and I think Ty Lue is a top two, three coach in the league. So. And he did get, he he did have David Blatt. Okay, now all of that means he meddles. Yeah. Yes. I don't want. I don't need my owner meddling. I don't need George Steinbrenner firing Billy Martin and hiring five times. That's beeline. He's hired yeah. me like, oh, this not gonna work. And, Horrible hiring. And, and right. real, when, when I say hire, you're never gonna hit a thousand. Right. When you're hiring coaches, like you're, you're, if your hit rate's fifty percent, you're probably doing a damn good job at hiring the right people. And I know Ant's got to read, so we got one more real, real quick. But overall, I think we can all agree Gilbert's done a pretty damn good job as an owner. He brought the only championship to Cleveland. Yeah. I, I rate the so owners in like town: him. Dolan first, Gilbert second, Haslam third. I, I, I think Dan Gilbert, um, because he's won. I, I, I can't put him no lower. I know the Gil, one. Gilbert's one to me, yeah. Uh, because yeah, guess what? And he he's did, the only one that's delivered. And he did the unthinkable. Like, how many times do do billionaires apologize and kiss and make up? Yep. Yeah. He yep. he didn't have to bring back LeBron. He after the letter, like <laughs> yeah. like he yeah he be- buried his pride because he wanted to win a championship. He did, in my opinion, that 2016 season. He did everything needed to put that team in a position to win a championship. Yep. But at the end of the day. The owner's not coaching. He's not playing. He's not making shots. He's not playing defense. He's not calling timeouts. He's not stopping runs. But everybody that is, is there because because directly or indirectly because of him. And his willingness to spend. So so. are are we all in agreement that the Haslam's are clear-cut number three here? Yeah, they've had the most – I mean, they've had the most turnover. They they can't find a quarterback. They couldn't – um, you know, they had issues with their own businesses where they had to be like in litigation. 
Uh, I will give the Haslam's. Here's one thing I will always give the Haslam's credit for. Um, the Haslam's have always went out of their way to hire minorities. A very you, good minority. Hire their, their minority record is now some of the minorities might not have been good coaches or GMs at the end of the day. We find out, but anybody can do that. But my thought process is I've never had to come on here and be like the Cleveland Browns don't have any diversity. Yeah. They've done a really good job of doing that. And maybe it just pays off because they were with the Rooney's for so long and they named the rule after him. So right. So I'll give them that. But other than that, to me, I judge everything in sports on wins and losses. That's that. That is the end all be all. There's one stat that trumps that. And that's because Dan Gilbert's winning percentage as the Cavs owner without LeBron James is woefully bad. I believe it's in the 300. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, obviously, they won the lottery. They got LeBron James. There's some luck involved in that, even though they had the most ping pong balls. We've seen many times where the lottery doesn't go to the team with the most ping pong yep. balls. So I think there's been a lot of luck there with Dan Gilbert. He definitely has the money. He's definitely willing to go into the tax. He pays punitive money in, in, in tax overages. So I think I, that's why I, I, I think it's one in one a, mm-hmm. but I, I do think that I'm probably not giving him enough credit for winning a title. Although I think it should have been more than one. We had LeBron James here for a decade. We have one ring. Yeah. Not good enough. Yeah. Uh, the Guardians are consistently a playoff team and have made it to Game 7 of the World Series a handful of times, once under Dolan, once they had a 3-1 lead in the World Series. Um, I, I think I think they have consistently done the best job. And the Browns, I think it's very easy for me. They've just consistently underperformed. And here's the sad part. This is a Browns town. If we're going to have a great owner... It should be with the Browns. You know, the cheat code is if if the Haslam's win, right? What, what are we going to say? Are they, Congratulations. Th- does that does that make them good owners overnight? Yes. They've yes. done something right. So, yes, yes. if they're going to get the, the blame yes. when they suck and when they yes. lose, they absolutely yes. deserve the bulk of the credit. Look, and, and this town would love the Haslam's if they bring a ring. The That's three, it. Three things I just said. Willing to spend. They gave Deshaun Watson the most money ever. They've gone out and got to Darius Smith. They but are. But I, I said willing to spend smartly. But I'm just saying. So I'm and saying, I'm not sure that was smart. I'm saying my, my three things. This is my okay. three things. Willing to spend. In my opinion, they've shown they are more than willing to spend. Hire the right people. If they win, it means Stefanski and Barry home run hires. And luck, it takes a lot of luck to win a Super Bowl. Man, you are kidding. It, 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 it may take more luck to win a Super Bowl than any other. So if they win, they catapult way up to me and anything that's happened in the past. All right, so Jimmy and D, it's simple. You want to be number one on the list? Win Win a title. (laughs) That's 30 minutes for a very simple conclusion. Anthony, Anthony, what's up? Uh, Yeah, guys, so I reached out and I put a poll in asking who the best owner in Cleveland is from our fans' perspective. And whenever we do that, it's brought to us Ah, by PCC Airfoils. Looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits, PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. And all locations of PCC Airfoils are in Eastlake, Menor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up. Plus, you can get a great benefit package, paid time off, and signing bonus. Apply online at precast.com careers to learn more. 
Uh, everybody is pretty much on board with Gilbert is the best owner with 55% out of 300 votes. Haslam's coming in at, tied with Dolan at 22%. They were bouncing back and forth. Hey, they don't like they don't like the Dolan's bag, Jay. Hey, they mad about that listen, bag. No, no, but, uh, but, uh, listen, I actually uh, those from, two from were a fan perspective. No, no, oh from a fan God. perspective, I get it. As a no, no, seriously, you get it. They they get uh, to buy a, stuff with as a, the Haslam's let them go to the store and buy stuff. It, it just yes. shows the blind loyalty that. This this city has in its Browns fan base. No, this, the, the Browns don't deserve this fan base. They don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's, I've, yeah. I've said it before. We are the abused in, a, in an abusive relationship. But but it's like, so say for instance, like you, if you're, look. And we keep coming back. If you are, if you are an uncle, right? So, so you, you're an uncle, right? Money. And when you see your niece or nephew, right? And they mom done told them no for the whole week. And all you got to do to be the good guy, all you got to do is go to the gas station and buy a bag of fruit snacks. What? <laughs> my uncle's letting me eat fruit snacks before dinner? I love this guy. Who is this guy? Can I know, you be my father? Eating in this scenario would be winning. This team, <laughs> this owner, gave us an 0-16. Yeah. That's the scarlet letter in football. Yeah. How many times has it been done? Twice? Yeah. Yeah. Twice, uh, and yeah. then they and then they did the one in fifteen. They yeah. dropped it back, and back then to back. Went, so in the span of, you could go over three calendar years. Mm-hmm. The Browns won one game, and yet somehow the fan base here are willing to twenty one in four fans in this city are willing to say the Haslam's are the best owners because they, they came they came way they came right back after it when you lose all them games sometimes you just want some excitement they came back after that it was like you know what we're gonna do I want wins give me Odell Beckham give me Kareem Hunt no, give me wins. Uh, yeah, Spend money. we draft Miles Garrett and give then and then Baker Mayfield came so th- the narrative they're not spending money there's a salary cap I mean you're, you're spending what everybody's spending Sometimes the Browns once we had Cody Kessler. We weren't spending fact, no money. The Browns are typically below the salary cap. Yes, but not they are. Right we're now. not spending what other teams are but spending. Not, not, right, not today. It's recency bias. You know how it works. What have we won with this payroll? The the Six games last it's the, year. It's the, the hope. Season. It's the hope. It's the, the hope. Don't sell me hope. I can't eat hope. I'm telling you, that's what I'm rationalizing for the fans. That's why 22. percent I believe I am, that is I am, what 22%. I am really disappointed that 22 percent of the respondents think the Haslam's are the best G, owner. I see. I see. G look, in the chat. Look, G, look. Ask the people. Ask the people. Yeah. Wow. Why, for the people who voted for okay. Haslam, why would you say Haslam? the Haslam's, Haslam's are the best owner? Tell Tell G in the chat. Why? Why are Haslam's? I'm going to put my my Browns fan hat fandom hat on knowing how I know the chat they're going to say they spent for Watson and in their minds they're consistently spending what it takes to win a championship I'm, I'm okay. telling you that's what I think let, the let fans me get wait a minute you just said they're consistently spending what it takes to win a championship that's what that's what I think the fans are going to say G's asking the question why a championship? there we go Jay, here I'm we telling go. you what I think I the put, fans are going to say I said well, why is the Haslam's higher than the Dolan's so we can explain your thought process to Jay well, if you compare them specifically to the Dolans, yes, the Dolans, the knock on them, they don't spend money, it's, but they win. The Browns spend money, but they lose. Yeah? That, yes. a knock, a knock Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, <laughs> Lincoln, how did you enjoy the play? <laughs> a knock here against Gilbert from a super chat from Charles wow. T is that he got lucky that LeBron wanted a chip in Cleveland. Without that, no championship for well, him either. We're so, talking about luck. We agreed on that. We, we agreed yeah, on yeah, yeah. no, that. I just want to read that super true. chat in real quick. What I'm fascinated to hear 
so, rational talk. Okay, here we go. About how some, one in four Cleveland fans can say that the, the, the chat Haslam's are the best owners. Harrison, Harrison Gwynn is on your side. He <laughs> says because the Dolans are smart and make great coaching, um, great co coaching hires, um, and they've been doing it for decades. Joe, uh, Man Joe Mannix says Haslam gives us hope. Hope. Ken Adams <laughs> says because they spend money consistently. <laughs> Owen sixteen. Uh, on Q says willing to spend money. One in fifteen. Ken C says look at the roster. The roster? What? I don't. I don't look at the roster. I look at the standings. Uh, Shuttles, roster. Shuttlesworth says the Haslam's are trying. The Dolans you make know, excuses and cry broke. I'll use. They got I'll use that argument, Anthony, as a reason why they're the worst owners. Look at the roster. Our rosters the last four years. Should have put us in the playoff the last four years. Roberto, We've been there once. Roberto says, blame it on the Kool-Aid. <laughs> the damn Kool-Aid. Kool <laughs> that, now, that's funny. That, uh, on, on Q says, what have the Dolans won? ALCS. They've been to a World Series. Have the Browns been to a Super Bowl? Ken C said, Haslam oh. brought us elite quarterback. Someone named Earl DePearl, who's that loser, said, Browns fans are drunk, and I'm one of them. I had season tickets for 1-15, and 0-16, and, and I purchased them with my chest See, out. See, Earl's smart. I know Earl. I happen to be friends with Earl. DeMond <laughs> said the Haslams have shown they have uh, improved every year, administratively personal. Wait, they have? <laughs> because three years ago, we won 11 games and a playoff Ken, game, and the last year this it was is, six, and the year before this that This is undisputable. Seven? Ken Adams says 1-15 and 0-16 and and was done on purpose. It was just part of the process. You got to buy them out before you can build That's yourself That's a good up. owner. Let me kick you in the nuts and see how you rebound. <laughs> this is the best. Well, I think, uh, Best segment uh, so far. This this, I'm sorry. Listen, this is this is Great why news. we are where we are. The fan base has been buying this pile of shit and nominating him as the best owner in town. As long as you accept this, you're getting this. Hey, look, Jay. All right. Period. Hey, how many how many wins you got him? How many wins you got him getting now? To just now. Say just, five. Just, just say five. What for this coming season? Yeah, yeah, say yeah. five. I, I've told you guys I'm at nine. Yeah, okay. he did say nine. Right. I'm at nine. I was gonna try to get you to say like six or something. Yeah, I, I was. No, I was listen, listen. <laughs> and by the way, if they win nine and miss the playoffs, or if they win nine and sneak in, they're not moving up my chart. <laughs> Here's how you move up my chart. You gotta win. You gotta get Hard a win. Yeah, like you win something. Win, so you gotta at least win the AFC. And win the AFC. He is consistent. He yeah. said he does not like to trade if they don't win no Super Bowl. That's yeah. it. From day I, one. I said it, Joe. Is day Deshaun one. Watson a good trade? We've debated it a million yeah. times. I'll tell you in five years. Yeah. <laughs> On the that. surface, it's not a move I would have made. Yeah, right. However, if it works, I'll be the first to sit here and say, I take my hat off to Jimmy and D. There yeah. it is. They perhaps made the most risky signing in pro sports in the last 10 years. There was a million people against it, it, was, it was and it worked. It was, well, it was hey, the hey, greatest move of all speaking time. Of, speaking of crazy trades, how about Donovan Mitchell for Bradley Beal? <laughs> now, wait a minute. See, now here's what you did. <laughs> you left a perfectly hot topic with a lot of meat left on the bone. <laughs> the bone look, look, talk talk about a Donovan Mitchell, Bradley Beal trade. I give up. I give up. And he's been back there for 10 minutes going, we got to move on from this, guys. We got to move on from we this. Have, we this have is, three topics left. Who gives a rat's ass? <laughs> all right, fine, Jay. Go. Is am I wrong? Is this not a good topic? Hey, no, it, it, it is. I was we all have in the chat. We've settled on the fact that the Haslam. We've settled they need nothing. To win. 
A AFC quarter of Cleveland sports fans think that Jimmy Haslam is the best owner in town. They're drinking the Kool-Aid. Jay's feisty. I like feisty Jay. Uh, Jay's, only on, Jay's only on twice a week now, so like he gets pent up aggression. No, I've heard much of it upstairs in Channel 3. I'm just as feisty up there. 25% is crazy bro, a little bit. Bro, but, but I, know that you, I know that you are a rationally thinking human being. Yes. You also drink Kool-Aid, and I understand I, I, that. I actually make the and best you know Kool-Aid in the town. How old are you? 40? Uh, 41. You're 41. 41. 41. When I was 41, I walked in your shoes. Yeah. I made excuses for my owner. I had hope. I thought they were doing the right thing. I convinced myself every August that we're going to play in January. Mm-hmm. When you wash, rinse, repeat, and you pull the clothes out of the laundry and there's still Kool-Aid stains on them, what you're doing isn't working. I can't reward this ownership group with a two ranking or a one ranking as one in four Cleveland sports fans, according to this, gave them the best owner in town label. Guys, they gave you an 0-16. I am sorry for that. But didn't you listen? It's part of the process. Did you so not hear the guy's comment? Here's the thing. Did that work? Because, by the way, when we were 0-16 and 1-15, and and we should have been collecting enough assets to make it to a Super Bowl. Here's because, the, you know, other teams didn't have to go through 0-16 to get to the top of the talent cycle. I, I, Stop the, making excuses that, for these guys. That 25%, I, I, there is a, a growing base. There's a, I do radio. There's a growing, even, the, even the, the greatest of Kool-Aid drinkers have now gotten to a point where they sat there Show at me. the end of this season and said, look, I, I love Zedaria Smith. I, I love the fact that you. I you, love all these offseason All these moves. moves. They're great. But, but it still doesn't erase the fact that you came in last place last no, year. No, it does not. So I need I need you to now overshow me what you're talking about, and then I can get back on the bandwagon. There's a lot of people think like that. Yeah. Um, and but I there, think, there and is, but there's always going to be what I've learned, in my opinion, there's always going to be 25% of the population that that's that's what they're here for. I'm here because I support my team from from hell come hell or high water. I'm rocking with them. And see, here's my problem with that, G. And this is why this so upsets me. When you let someone get away with something consistently mm-hmm. and there's no ramifications for it, this goes back to John Morant. If you keep giving him light hand slaps, mm-hmm. he's going to keep doing what he's been doing. Then he goes, That's society. Then he goes start taking documents and stuff. Now I'm playing. See, this is why they don't like you, G. Bush. <laughs> you see what you did? This is why you're always throwing stuff in there. They so don't like you like here's that. Here's what I want. Here, I, I think that the, the Haslam's do have the capacity to be great owners. Yes, yes. But something's kept them from doing it. Whether it's his meddling or his hiring the wrong people, mm-hmm. there's a reason why he's consistently in last place. I can't reward that as one-fourth of our fans have by calling him the best owner in town. But can you, can you see why, can you see why they, they, they believe that? I see why they believe that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that's why we keep getting in last place. This fan base isn't shrinking. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's growing. It's actually Where growing. What happens typically in many other sports cities, when you consistently roll a dog's ass out onto the field, no one wants to go smell it. No one wants to go watch it. People give up. That's what I'm saying. And, and this is where I would tell people nationally all the time, 
we've got the greatest fans in the world. It, it's the, but there's, yeah. a, there, there's a downside to that. There is. The downside there is. is you get slapped across the face with the 0-16, and you look the owner in the eye and you say, thank you, sir, may I have another? Yeah. I, I get the eternal optimist side of fans. You Cle- do? I, I, I understand how certain people, whether it's Cleveland, whether it was when I was in Texas or Tennessee, with the Aggies in Tennessee, the volunteers who, they've won a total of one New Year's Six Bowl game in the last 50 years between those two. Three, A&M's won one, I know. I don't know what that is. And their is. fans keep coming back. No matter what happens, they're coming Hook back. Em, and baby. they are expecting a 11-1, and 12-2 season. Yeah. It's a little different in college because you always have those recruits coming in. You can yeah. sell yourself on, we just got the number six recruiting class in the country. This sure. is the class that's going to yep. lead us in a school like A&M with the resources and money they but do. But, Mike, is that fan they base always tired have. of being a runner-up? Yes. And they have little brother syndrome to Texas. So, right. to them, the hope is is more than the actual success. The off-season's nine months. The regular season's three months. They have nine months of hoping that the next recruit, the next Johnny Football, the next fo- is going to be the guy, and they talk themselves into, he's here. this and is the, the guy, yeah. this is why it's going to be different. NFL's a little different. The Browns have Deshaun Watson for five years, essentially, based on his contract. They could be more. Right. They could trade him. It's probably not going to happen. When you draft a guy, you have him for at least three, four years, and it moves on. It's not every year where you're rotating through Ten starters leaving because of the transfer portal, right, graduation. Right. The draft. You have more control of your roster, more control. for sure. But I understand why fans, based on human principles, are always optimistic. We don't want to be bummed out on a day-to-day basis. No. I think for the most so, part. So we're fooling the, ourselves. The, the majority of people wake up and say, I want to have a good day. I hope it's a good day and not. Eh, what's going to go wrong today? What's going to go wrong today? So right. I, I get why, well, and, and based on this, I can see why fans across all teams could think even an owner of a team who has not produced in the field but I, but is I, doing what it can no, I, I get that, Mike. I get that. And I'm even empathetic to that. I, I do. When I talk to younger Browns fans, I don't always say this out loud unless I'm really close to them. But many times I'm just looking at them going, oh, you're so cute, man. <laughs> 32 years old. You've been a loser for so, 12 years already. So let me, so I'm going to give you this. So, okay, let's, 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 let's I'm have a grizzled veteran. That's lived it for 50 years. So say for instance, right? I think it all, it all depends on the lens you're looking at it. You, if you can look at it from a football lens, because it is the most popular sport, people will find little different reasons and ways to, to, to motivate themselves. Now, if you flip it, right? If you say, okay, baseball is my favorite sport and I like the guardians, right? Yeah. For a person that put the Guardians, we know why we would put the, the the Browns in 25. But what if you put the person who says I voted for the Guardians because they're the worst to me? To those wait in, wait wait you got the Guardians? No 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 I'm saying the people oh, who I said okay. that they're even. Some people will look at the Guardians and say, well I see a billionaire owner who is selling us that he doesn't have the money. Right. And we don't know does he not have the money? Right. I look don't. I look at a guy who. My favorite players, our favorite players, the guys that we've rooted for traditionally, they, they're they gone. They're going to go to the high prices teams. And I'm looking at a situation where I'm told they don't have money. They're not getting free agents. They do do a, a pretty decent job of making the playoffs. But for me... Well, they've won the division but, six, six but, times. But here's the no thing. More than that. But well, then, the last, but then that fan says, yeah. if they would just spend this much more, they could be, they, they could be champions. They could be. So I, I'm upset listen, at that. I'm with that too. Yeah. I am upset that the Dolans haven't spent more money. But here's the problem that I have with that. This offseason, we spent on Zanino and Bell. 
They've been misses. They've been, they've been terrible. Yeah. Zanino, been I mean, Zanino's... Colossally yeah. bad. Zanino needs to go away. That's the problem. If you if you don't never spend money, and then when you do spend money and you don't hit, you now are put into the brown and circumstance. You, you, just, gee, yep. you just said something that tri- I, I had never thought of this until you just said this. We look at baseball contracts, and when they played the Padres last night, yeah. the top four guys in the Padres lineup are all $300 million players, making 30 to 35 to even $40 million a year. Right. Annually. Yeah. The Guardians won't DFA Zanino over six million dollars. I know, and that, and let me it, tell you that it, it did not register with me. That, they're wrong for that, and, too. And, and, and that's and what they I think, deserve to be beat up. And, and that's why I think people who, even if they put the Haslam second, I think Gilbert is, is the best in, in town. If people want to say, "Hey, you guys can't admit a six million dollar mistake when you're when you're a billionaire," right? And we have other teams, even in the division, with Carlos Correa getting a two hundred fifty million dollar deal from the Twins, the White Sox have spent big money. Yeah, and these ba- Shohei Otani might get sixty million dollars a year, and you can't admit a six million dollar mistake because that could break your your checkbook. And by the way, last That's night horseshit. a rookie catcher hit a home run, and I've seen this kid hit. Now I know he's not, his number is numbers aren't great. I think he had a couple hits last night. David Fry, I, I'm willing to turn the page. Bo Naylor, David Fry, put G. Bush I, back I just, there. Just give me Fry, because for whatever reason, they don't think Bo Naylor's and, ready. And, that, and that's, a no, that's Fry another. That's another thing. A couple of nice throws last night. Yeah. Here's the thing with Zanino. At least Hedges was great defensively. Zanino's a bum. Zanino is not good behind no. the plate, and he's not good at the plate. No. It's a mistake. Admit it and get rid of it. And if it was $25 million, you're like, hey, we can't swallow that pill? Okay. You know what? That's, that's a big – in, in even in the grand scheme of baseball, $25 million is $25 million. A $6 million mistake, when you look across the league and the Mets have a team payroll this year of like $390 million – I don't want to hear that. I, I don't that either. And, and for that, the Jolins are absolutely wrong. But here's the point that I'll make on that. In February, it was a good idea. Yeah. We all, we all sat here and we said Zanino's an upgrade yeah. and Bell's an upgrade. Now we have a body of work, three months of, of the season, mm-hmm. where we've been able to look at two and a half, where we've been able to look at it and say, hmm, that's a mistake. Here's where I disagree with the Dolans. It was a great idea in February. It was a bad idea on May 1st, and it's been a bad idea on June 1st. <laughs> How long are we going to live in this mistake? When you realize this is who he is, we've, it's time to move on. It's time to move on. Here's why. You make that mistake every day you put him in the lineup. You make your team weaker. That's not the job of the front office. The job of the front office is to put the best nine on the field every day, irregardless of how much money they make. When they trot Bell and Zanino out there every day, and we know that that's a total of six outs every day between the two of them, you have taken two innings away from the offensive club of this team. And so, You're hurting this team by compounding your initial mistake. So what they're, what they're saying is, and this is fair, fair foul, human nature is, I can I can I can deal with some mis, misdeeds. I can deal with some things if you're being aggressive, but if you're being conservative and you lose, we're going to question. Well, why aren't the young kids playing? Right. Why Why are we not you know getting rid of the six million dollars? So the Haslam's in a way just by just money does a is a nice optical illusion. If you can hand somebody a name, right, better or worse, they said we they realized that they took the hit immediately. But they said if Deshaun Watson plays 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 himself out, we tried it the other way. We tried to get Baker. We tried to draft him. And I commend them and, for that. And, they and, they and, went big. They, and mm-hmm. they said, boom, 
that $250 million, they'll get they'll get harassed for it in the beginning because you have to go through allegations and stuff. Sure. But if it hits, what it will do... It's worth every cent. It'll say, look, they're willing to spend 250 just to get it done. When no yeah. one else was. No, nobody yeah, that's else what was. That's I'm saying. Like... So these things are fluid. Yes. Yeah. The, the Haslam's right now are entrenched it for me is number three and it's not close. There's a big gap between one and two because I think it's one and one A and then there's this guy. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. If this move works, I'll be the first one to jump in this chair and to scream kudos to the Haslam's. They tried it the other way. It never worked. They tried drafting number one quarterbacks. They had some success but not sustained. They tried doing it this way. They tried doing it that way. Then they finally went out and said, we're going to solve the Rubik's Cube with money. We're going to go buy a quarterback. Now, this is boom or bust. And that's what I said the day of the trade. If it works, the Haslam's become the toast of the town, and it only works for me with the Super Bowl. That's it. Because with the other guy, we were a fourth and 14 away from playing for the AFC Championship. And this conversation started with Stan Kroenke. If the Matthew Stafford trade doesn't result in a Super Bowl, you're right. That trade's a failure because they right. give up two first. And by round the picks. way, that trade set their organization back. Now it's worth After, it. Now they, they got won the a Super prize. Bowl. It is totally. But worth now it. they're going to go through a cycle of missing the playoffs. Exactly. Now, but now. I'll walk through yeah. those coals if I need to. Yeah, want a If Super there's Bowl. a win on yeah. the other side, I'll walk Absolute through those coals. Now watch this. Now we just talked about who's number one in town, right? We talked about now the Cavs made a deal for Donovan Mitchell, and it cost them three. First round same piece. thing big boomer bust they can go for a lot of people from one to three real quick because if they don't get anything for Donovan Mitchell and they gave away all those picks you're going to say to yourself you know what was it worth it it we was a fail we should have stayed to stay the run we so stayed the task. before we talk about a Donovan Mitchell trade I know you have a read Anthony and then we'll, we'll talk more about that very thing because that's what Cavs fans are talking about now. Is it time to move off Donovan Mitchell already yeah. after 151 win season? Yeah, so I just want to remind everybody that the lunch hour of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show is brought to you by Colleague Companies Championship. You can see your favorite golf legends play in the Colleague Companies Championship July 12th through July 16th at the famous Firestone Country Club. Fun, family-friendly events all week long featuring a new fan zone, free attendance for kids, and concerts every single night. There's something for everyone. You can learn more at ColleagueGolf.com. And this is also... We're going to get into the Donovan Mitchell trade. It's going to be brought to you by the USFL. It's the last weekend you can go see. Well, maybe the last weekend. It's do or die for Boogie and the Pittsburgh Maulers. <laughs> $10 a ticket. Go down to Canton and support our man, Boogie. Are they go favored watch the in game. that game? I don't look at those no. lines. I have no idea. The, the Who's the favorite? Is, I can look that up. Their okay. offense is not like that. They better yeah, get their some, offense is thin. They, be, they better yeah. get them some safeties, some, yeah. some scooping some scores, <laughs> yeah. some strips. But well, the, they had, what, the four that, picks last week? Yeah. For the team they're playing is also three and seven or yeah, three and six. Yeah, yeah. So, not so it's, this is a winnable. It's, it's game. a pretty even. And it's, the it's home win team. and go to the playoffs. Yeah. Win and okay, go to good, the playoffs. Good. 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 All right. Um, the Donovan Mitchell thing. Is, is it yeah. time to move on him? I asked Jay. When we see we had Jay in here, you know we be grilling him. So we we love to say we love to put our quotes out there and then say Jay said it. So Jason. So, so he said Jay. Jason, he means Jason Lloyd. Not, Jason, not yeah, not just yeah, yeah. Jay. Jason Lloyd. Um, no. Here's the thing. I, it, I asked a lot of people, and what I did is I, I start from the premise. Okay, tell me why Donovan Mitchell would sign a contract here in another year. If oh, the, he's not resigning here. Yeah. So if you start with that premise, right, you, that means you have him for next year, 
and then you, he's you, in his last. He's year. in his last year. You can't. We're not moving. We're not. We're not doing the Francisco Lindor stuff. We need or Bieber. We need in the NBA. You need to get something immediately. All that trade deadline. You can still get no. So the the times to trade the, him the, is now. The the time that you're going to get your best deal, your biggest move, is if you trade him. I I think about trading him in the summer. Now the reason they won't do it is because that would admit that you made a mistake, right? You traded three first round picks for a guy that did not move but your do needle. You live in your mistake to compound your mistake. I, like, I, the, like what I said, what the Guardians are doing, putting Zanino nope. and Bell in the lineup every day. Mm -mm. They're telling fans this wasn't a mistake. I, no, no, no. The, we, I, I've learned from my mistakes. I learned from uh, uh, Kyrie Irving. <clears throat> I've learned from LeBron so when you James make twice. Them move on immediately. Yes. As fast as when you, you can. When you made that move, what you can do right now is say, look, it just didn't fit. It didn't work. You can you can lie to yourself and say, you know, this this situation to get better will group and we'll grow together. And and even if you do go to the second round, right? Say you win the first round game, you go to the second round, you lose. Everybody still knows Donovan Mitchell wants to go where he wants to go. You don't have any control over that. So at the end of the day, were you were you pissed that he threw out the first pitch at a Mets game? No, I, I listen. He's been telling you that for yeah, years. If, yeah. uh, if, you, if we got mad at every player who threw the first pitch in a different city than the team they played in, then we would never not be pissed sure. off. So, I, I, listen, he's a Mets fan. His dad works for the organization. Who cares if he threw the first pitch? Right. The public flirtation between Donovan Mitchell and the Knicks is evident. It's obvious. But you understand Donovan's a smart kid. Yeah. And you also understand that he did the mental gymnastics on that decision before he did it. Yeah. And, and, and he still came to the decision because he could have said no. Yeah, but who, like, who he cares? He still like, came to the decision I'm going to do it irregardless of he's, the optics. Who, of he's, telling, he's telling McNuggets. He's telling Kobe Altman. That's why I didn't understand it. He's telling Kobe Altman. I just spent the first pitch. You mean? No, no, no. He's telling Kobe Altman when he said he's not making no trades. He said, oh, well, y'all just like Utah because I told you in Utah that I wanted to be better than where we was at. Right. And so they traded me. And I'm here, so I'm going to take it for face value. I thought he was having a good time. Everything is good. 71 points, 51 wins, all that good stuff. A GM that has a vision says, "I'm. We got to make some changes because we view ourselves as a, as a championship team." More. He didn't say it, so guess what he's going to do? I'm going to go to New York. But not to only show. did he not say that, he said, "We're, we're not. Good. We're, we're standing past." 51 wins but is a, a mark good. in this league. No, no major changes the, coming. The question Anthony asked in the rundown technically was. Is Donovan Mitchell a rental player? Yes. That was the question I sent. Well, yeah, I think we've the answered answer, that. The answer is emphatically yes. Sure. And the reality of the NBA is every superstar you acquire, whether it's via the that draft the or trade, You're right. is a rental. You're right. I'm going to name some guys over the last five, six, seven years who have been traded, requested trade, been in trade talks, who are at least in the same status, if not even higher, than Donovan Mitchell. Okay. Kevin Durant. Yep. Kyrie traded. Irving. Traded. James Harden. Traded. Jimmy Butler. Mm. Rudy Gobert, who is still in all, he has more all-pro selections, or all-NBA selections than Donovan Mitchell. Yep. Not better, yep. but whatever. Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, and I'm probably missing four, five, six more. And did all those guys change teams? Yeah, they yeah. all been traded. Okay. So, so every, that's a great exercise. I'm so glad you So superstars in the, in the NBA, stars, superstars, they're all rentals. No, no matter how you label them, they're all rentals. Is, is the Jokic only guys who stay... Are really the European Wait, guys? Wait, is I was just going to ask that. Is Jokic a rental? No, I think he loves Denver. I think he. Loves I think Denver. he's staying yeah. there. I don't think he's leaving. And I, like Luca, he couldn't move. This guy's different shocked. now. Oh yeah, yeah. He he, he said I got Joker's a different. He's dude. like I'm going back to Serbia. Like yeah, I don't I need. A, I don't need afraid. I'm cool. <laughs> I see yeah. you leaving the country. He was mad too. So like oh, there God, there are certain exceptions. Can we get a superstar like that? Uh, Jokic may never move. Giannis may never move. Who knows? Like but. When it comes to the Mitchell trade, whether they should trade him now or next year, I think 
one thing to consider, or two things really. One, the Eastern Conference next season is a complete jambalaya of, of teams we don't know enough about. Right, that's true. So I don't think the Cavs were good enough this year. I think there's so much more uncertainty in the Eastern Conference next year that even without major changes, So you think they could minor be better upgrades, because everybody else got worse? Yeah, I, 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 frankly, I do. And I think a second year playing together with Garland, like they'll inherently be a little better. Mobley should take another step forward. That doesn't cost any money. They don't have a lot of money to spend on the roster to improve it. Do I think they're championship caliber? No. But I do think they're competitive enough in a down Eastern Conference to make some legitimate noise. So you make the noise. And then two, the other reason why I'm not sure it makes sense to move him now as opposed to next year. There's a lot of superstars who could get moved this year with the new second, the new CBA kicking in with that second tax apron, which a lot of teams are looking at as like a hard cap. I don't know if your return on investment for a guy like Mitchell, a guy like Bradley Beal, who we might talk about in a sec, for a guy like Dame Lillard is going to be as high as you think it will be next year when teams have a full year to flush their rosters of salary, get guys off the And then books, those guys are available. And those guys are available. So it's not like Mitchell, in theory, if the Cavs were to make him available, would be the only superstar available right, right now. Right, You'd be competing against guys like Beal, like Damian so Lillard. So do you trade him this summer? No. I, I think you run it back. Year, you run then. it back. You see, hopefully, best case scenario, you make the Eastern Conference Finals, you make the NBA Finals, and Mitchell says, you know what? I can win Just here. like McNuggets. He had no expectations for Cleveland, fell in love with the city. I don't want to leave now. He's right, t- right. He's, tell- but he's telling you. He didn't already told you. And that, that could be true. But <laughs> no, things, you know what? Things he change, has. Though. He has. But, but, told but Mike you. brings up a good point, and I'll tell you why. The one thing all these guys want is hardware or a legitimate chance to win hardware. And what 2022, 2023, and the aftermath told Donovan Mitchell, we didn't get it. We're not close and management publicly stated, we're not making major changes, which means we're not likely to be close next year unless the competition all takes a step back. Which I think it will. And and so, if if that's the case, right now, today, you could get more for him if you move him now. Yes. However, I like your idea of take a swing at it. If you're in the home run derby and you've got one swing left and there's a chance you could tie you're not going to flip your bat and walk away and say, it's not going to happen. You're going to take yeah. that swing. You're going to try. And here's the thing. If the Cavs find a shooter, find a three, gel in the second season together, that's a great point that's probably haven't been talked about enough. It takes a season to come together. We, you know, we saw that. If they, by chance, win 55, Boston steps back, Philly steps back, Milwaukee steps back, and they trip into a one or two yeah. and then get hot in April and May, who the hell knows? No one gave Denver a chance to win. Everybody kept saying, well, the winner's going to be out yeah. of the East. I, I will tell well, you. Can I ask you a question real quick? Then I want you to go. Hypothetical. This is not a real trade. I'm just throwing out for pure. This is not real. This is not. I'm just throwing out an example. Let's say the Knicks. We'll use them because that's who he's flirted with. This summer offered you R.J. Barrett salaries that matched and three first-round picks this year. And next offseason, it was Barrett salaries and two picks. Would giving it one more run with Mitchell, in your opinion, be worth one extra yes. first-round pick? Yes. I, w- I would say – Because I think that's the difference in trading him this offseason versus – Take is, a swing. Is yes. one pick. Take a swing. In now, my opinion, that's And by the way, those picks are likely going to be meaningless picks. Yeah, because They're going to be 26, 
24. The Knicks are coming. Yeah. The Knicks are coming. So I don't want to cut you off. No, 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 that, that, no. that was my question. No, I will. I'm trying I, to value what an extra year of Mitchell is to so, return on So I'll, I'll look at it this way. And if I would, I, I just go by. I just basically I'm, I'm going by what, what the what the predecessors have told me. When Kawhi Leonard won a championship and he left un, he, he, unapologetically, it has never been done. Let's think about it. Kyrie Irving w- hit the biggest shot in history. He was drafted number one overall by the Cavs. Hit the biggest shot in the history of the Cavs. Multiple 40-point games in the finals. Number one selling jersey. Shot 25 times more than LeBron. The hottest kick, hottest shoes in the game. Kids love his shoes. Still wearing today. And he said, I got to go. That changes a lot the way you think. You're like, well, what else do you want? There's no loyalty. When Kawhi Leonard won, he won the championship, beat the Warriors, and was like, mm, I'll talk to you later. I'm already, you already know where I'm going. Yeah. And, and if, if you could, if you could exchange that for a championship, I would take it. Yeah, I would too. However, what about the chance to win a championship? I, if they got me to a point where we, I thought we had a chance, I'm all for it. The problem is when you start talking about getting rid of Jared Allen, people, oh my gosh, clutch my pearls. We can't do that. We like our core. No, no, no. When you when you get Donovan Mitchell and you give three picks up, nobody is safe yeah. because that means you got to be able to be in a position to do whatever it takes to maximize everything for one to two years. Right. And that that means you weren't prepared to do that. You just want to got if you wanted if he Kobe Altman wanted to just take his time, sit back. He could have let this thing grow matriculate. He could have kept Sexton or got rid of him. He could have kept marketing. He could have kept all those guys, right? And they probably still would have made the playoffs this year, right? I would expect. Now, he could have sat back, did it organically. Nobody would have said nothing. But you got to think about when you make moves. When you made a Donovan Mitchell move, you're all in. It was the Deshaun Watson move on the other side. Right. Now, and when you made that move, we what we said. Oh, you got six games, Stefanski. That's how much it ratchets it up. Like now, you look at that. Hey, we we trying to figure out. You got at least this year. You got to at least go to the Eastern Conference Finals. So, I agree with what you're saying. The difference in the Kawhi situation and this situation is if they don't trade him now, they can still trade him next offseason. So you're going to get some return back for Donovan Mitchell one way or another. Some, a little. But diminished. It's, it's diminished. diminished but Because then you've got one year of control. And don't but, let him get hurt. What, and, yeah, don't let him get right. hurt. But look what these superstars have gotten back in return. I mean, Kevin Durant, who's a different caliber of player. Do yes. not give me, do not right. be toasted. But, He's in the next tier. But Donovan Mitchell is significantly younger, significantly healthier, yeah. and contra- uh, contractually, they both make around the same money, but Kevin Durant just got traded for four first-round picks and three legitimate players I, I, who I'm, are now cornerstones for the net. It, it was a crazy trade. I'm afraid. Yeah, it was I'm way a, too much. I'm but afraid. I say, you'll get back more than I think uh, but, you But I'm afraid. I'm, I'm, I'm afraid that Donovan Mitchell is the trade that the, you you moved the new car off the lot. Once you moved it off the lot, you lost the pre, you lost value. Think about what they gave up to get him. Yeah, they got Abaji, who was a first-round pick. They got Colin Sexton, who was a top whatever pick, averages 24 in the game. And then they got an all-star, a yeah. seven-foot all-star, yeah. like, and three first-round picks. So are you going to get a seven-foot all-star back for Donovan Mitchell? No. Are you going to get somebody to average 24 points? No. Are you going to get three first-round picks for no. him? No. Look at that. So for that one-year rental. For that one-year rental. one playoff is, win. Which is why you can't. 
it's why I think you can't just get rid of him now. And Bill Simmons did something on his podcast probably three months ago. He talked about the 10 biggest trade returns. Like, players traded what they got back. Mm-hmm. And if it was either seven or eight had been in the last four or five years. So you're just – the natural progression of the NBA is you trade a superstar, you get more. Rudy Gobert just got five first-round picks back for him. So let's not pretend that with one year left on his contract, you're not still getting a but massive Mike, return but for Donovan Mitchell. But have we seen the diminished value of picks? Like, it, it, it used to be but picks is- were gold – but you can you can do it without picks. There's other ways you can do it. But right you now you're picks. you're right. But right now teams are getting picks and players. <laughs> that's what I want. I mean the Nets I got because we gave up picks and players. That's, and that's, that's what, what I mean. You'll, you'll we lost two get... All Star caliber players and three first round picks. Well, that's why the fake trade I threw out to G. Bush was R.J. Barrett, who's a young player. Which I'm just using an example. Just right. Young player. Third Who came pick. up with the Bradley Beal idea? The Cavs trade for that? Yeah. That was me, but I, I wouldn't do it. I just was trying to find something. Oh, okay. Because I, I was wondering. I was like, God, is someone is someone suggesting that? <coughs> no, no, no. Trade? So, so but, that was just you kind of hypothesized. Well, like, bo- if Bobby, they give me the first round pick, I would think about it because I don't think the Washington Bull or Washington well, are going to be good. Wizards are going to be good. Let's talk Bradley Beal for a sec. Let's pull. Yeah. Let's uh, start with the first trade. So Bobby Marks proposed. So Bradley Beal is speaking with the general manager. of. Start with the, the first one. Uh, the Wizards just hired an Emerson alum, Emerson basketball alum. Shout out to Will Dawkins to be their new general manager. Bobby Marks of ESPN and proposed three trades for Bradley Beal. And I was like, I'll just see what we can do with the Cavs one. So this is the first one that Bobby Marks proposed to the Heat. Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, a top 10 protected 2028 first round pick for Bradley Beal. The, the second one, Anthony, let's run down the list here. This is a Knicks trade. Evan Fournier, Mitchell Robinson, Derrick Rose, a 2024 first-round pick that was initially Washington's. They'd be getting their own first-round pick back, plus a 25 first-round pick. Next one, Ant. This was the 76ers. Tobias Harris, Furkman Korkmaz, and a top-10 protected 30-30 first-round pick. Before you take the catch. 20-30? Drop this. Drop this real quick. What's that all about, Mike? They they can't trade. The Nets have all their picks for the next couple years. They can't trade a first-round pick for forever. So, but I don't. I mean, do you really want a 20-30 first-round pick? I mean, if, 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 if you could, be, throw, if if you could throw it in there and get somebody. I mean, that the, player right now is 11. Yeah. The reason Bradley Beal is not going to get back as much as you would think is he has one of the worst contracts in basketball. He signed a five-year. Beal does have a terrible deal. Five-year, $251 million contract Average extension. Average is $50 million. Last July. His cap hits the next four years. 46.7 this year. 50.2 next year. Jeez. 53.6 in 2025. He has a fourth-year player option. And a fourth-year right? player option, which breaking news. I'm going to break this news four Jeez. years in advance. He's going to accept his 2026-2027 player option. Well, of course he is. He'll be 35 years old. At 57.1 million. You, you know who's younger, more dynamic, and who had a better contract? Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. So, Way younger. So, Donovan Mitchell's 26. So, Beal will be 30 when 30, the season So starts. if you put Donovan Mitchell on the market and you put Bradley Beal on the market – who do you believe is going to get if you're if you're a, a, a team that wants to get over the hump? And the Donovan Mitchell Jimmy trade Mitchell and all day, every all day. day. But do you think any of the return and you get a little more than that, or you get more than that for Mitchell? But yeah. any of those three returns before we show the Cavs, Hero Robinson in a first, Corkmaz, Tobias Harris yeah. in a first, or Fournier Mitchell Robinson two, like none of those is worth Donovan Mitchell getting back. They're not you're moving not. the needle. They're not moving no, needle. Bradley Beal gets. Mitchell is more valuable. That's what I'm saying. You get a little more, but, but Let me hold on. you're not getting. Hold on, hold on now. I was, Tyler Hero is a shooter. Duncan Robinson is a shooter. And if the Miami Heat want to give me some picks, give me two, three picks, 
all of a sudden I got shooters. Okay, now now that's a different that's a totally different issue. <laughs> I got yeah. shooters. But in Bradley Beal. But in Bradley Beal, I like yeah, no. he's 30. His last two years he's missed significant time uh, with yep. injuries. I know yep. last year he had a knee injury and then they they, because they were out of it, they, they just shut, shut him down. down. Yeah. He probably could have come back, but I think he only played like 50 games, yeah. Yeah. something like that. Anyone who trades for Bradley Beal, it's a suicide mission. It is, Mike, because the, here's the rub with him. Aside from the $50 million average cap hit that he's going to have for the next three years, at 34 years old, of course he's going to exercise yep. that, or he's not going to uh, exercise that option yep. and move because he'll never get that on the open market. Yeah. He's going to hold a team hostage in that, year his 34th year Man. and he, he's gonna he's gonna have to be paid another 50 million and that hit is too big he's a top 30 player in the league between 25 and 30 he's getting paid like a top he's getting paid the you same think he's amount he's still a top 30 because i think last year he kind of fell he's out on, of he's that. on the front like uh, if you want to tell me he's 26 or 33 the I'm last not two get years mad, bradley beal has averaged seven and a half points a game less than he did the previous two years oh, that's yeah. tough that's rough so there's he, a decline he that's gets rough. paid the same amount as steph as LeBron, as oh. Giannis, and those guys are here, and Bradley Beal. By the there. way, yeah, I would. By the it. way, my I head, touch my head touch cannon him. is going off. Like um, in my mind, I'm just this 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 uh, Donovan Mitchell to the Heat move. Can I get <laughs> Caleb Martin too? Can I get him and um, give me Duncan Robinson and and and, and, and old boy he Tyler Hero? Now you're getting greedy. Now you're getting greedy. I, just, I can't get Caleb yeah. Martin. Yeah, no, they're not throwing anything else in. But listen, I like that. I like that trade. I like your, your original framework of a trade. I like that trade. I wonder I'm text, what Pat Riley would say. What would he say? Well, I'm a, my buddy is the video guy. I'm texting Man, right now. Yeah. That, you, I got shooting off the bench. That's I got where shooting we, in that's, the, that's where I, I love the trade. And, and you gonna, you might give me a pick, too. I get a oh, pick you get, back. You get a pick back. Oh, man, yeah. stop. I'll, take, I'll do it today. And they'll be like, gee, Bush, you kidding? I'm like, no, 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 no. Now, listen, he's going to go down there and be good, but – I mean, my, Miami needs scoring. He might be the piece they need. He might no. be Miami. But what's interesting with Jim, like how much tread does Jimmy Butler have on the tires? I ain't counting that man out. I'm I know counting. I'm afraid yeah. to I'm also, but I keep looking at him saying, is he getting old yet? He needs real, help, real, 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 real he quick. He needs some help. No. Real, real quick. Anthony, pull up the Cavs trade. I, they will not do this. I'm not. I'm just saying this is if the Cavs are going to make a bill trade. I asked G this yesterday. G said he would do it yesterday. He may have changed his mind. Jason said no way. Uh, I wouldn't do this with. The, I wouldn't. I wouldn't touch it. it with a thousand foot pole. I wouldn't either. I, 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 no, I thought this is two first round picks. What happened to the other pick? No, we just said the one first round. Oh pick. no, yeah, no, no. Okay. I need two. I need two back. Right. Unless they're gonna give me um, what's that old boy? Uh, he's a he's a uh, Kyle I'm, Kuzma. Well, then, yeah, well, yeah. Well, no, Kuzma's, no, that's, a, Kuzma's a free agent. He's going to get $20 million. So Oh, he we, is a free agent? Uh, yeah, he's a free agent. Yeah, so I, I, if, I, if he was under team control and we could yeah, throw him yeah, in, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, now I'm story, very yeah. interested. Once again, that's I'll, not proposed. I just okay. figured it has to yeah. be on the trade machine. If the Cavs were going to make a deal, that's probably the only one that works. Yeah. $43 million, They don't have a lot of contracts that add up to $43 million, by the way. That's a lot of money you have to add that up. That is a ton of Anthony, money. Anthony, you did a special top five that I got to get in. Let's do top five. All right, let's do it real quick. I got to tell Steve the number because I was not prepared. Who was the former bartender, by the way? Anthony. Was he really? Yeah, yeah. I wore, uh, camera's not here, but Tavern in Little Italy. I wore my shirt today. I didn't know you worked there. I bartended for eight months and I cooked for six, something nice. like that. Yeah. Which did you like more? 
Uh, depended on the day. I hated both of them pretty much equally. Uh, I was not great at either. <laughs> hey, but the hey. people I worked with were fantastic. If awesome. you ever need a good bite to eat in Little Italy, go when to Tolly. When you were working in them kitchens and you got to, people don't understand, you got to wash dishes before it's done. We got three minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to do this. All right, so number five, we're going to go with something simple. Wait, what, what, what's, the, what's the category? It's summer best drinks. drinks of the summer. summer. Okay. I got to change my super. Okay. Yeah. I'm all over the place back here. Tita's loving a good drink. It's yeah, that simple. is a good drink. We're I like that. Simple. It's refreshing. It's crisp. I'd definitely be on my top five. Okay. okay. All right, so number four, simple, vodka martini. We had a special one at Tolly called the Little Italy Lace that had limoncello in it. Oh, Ooh. see that? It was my favorite drink to make, and it was one of my favorite drinks that we like had on the menu. I don't like martinis. I just don't like the flavor of it, but but with limoncello in I you put limoncello in anything, I'll drink it. Yeah, it's fantastic. Shots. Uh, yeah. That's what I do. It's shots on the list. Shots. Shots, shots, shots are not on the shots, list. Shots, shots. Uh, uh, honorable mention up. to shots. Messed Jameson. Up. Number no. number three, <laughs> no, if I had to do an overall favorite drink list, this is my all-time favorite drink. That's Moscow my wife's Mule. drink. My I, wife I knew that was going to be on here. Um, Isn't that kind of a chick drink? Yes, it I is. don't care if it's chick drink, guy drink. <laughs> okay. They, them drink, anybody drink. My wife I loves those, it. man. She can kill the Moscow mules. Not right, a number big drinker, two? but when she does, that's what she drinks. Mojito. No. Yeah. Nope. I like, nope. yeah. I like mojitos. I hate mint. mint. You can do them. Oh, wow. I think I've told you. I have no sense of smell. I think I've told you. Are you allergic to mint? No, but mint's the only thing that registers any sort of sense or sensation in my nose. It just gets tingly, and I hate that feeling. So you, you smell nothing I smell but nothing. mint? No, no, I smell nothing at all. Mint doesn't register. It, no, it just on. tingles. Now, I know. How, we've had this conversation before. How, how, do you, how do you taste food, then? I, I'm sure it's different. I don't know how you taste food, so like I'm sure it's a little different. But if you put barbecue chips, sour cream and onion chips, regular chips, salt, like I can tell you which one's which. I taste stuff. I'm sure it's not as like defined as yours, but I have no. Do, do you have? Is there? Is it a reason for that? Uh, we don't. Have, Anthony finishes. So we have time. I'll tell you the story how I found. Yeah, out. real. Okay. Uh, so a tequila, because I'm just as fascinated by the fact yeah. that you can't smell Zero it. Sense yeah, of smell. yeah. Number one. Wow. Tequila or a Corona Sunrise? Both are equally delicious. Great. Delicious. Great call. Yeah, I'm, great I'm call. in on both of those. Great call. No sex on the beaches. It's a classy no. man, bro. Chill. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's like, nah, he was like, <laughs> sex. Not, not in public. Right, right, right yeah. We can't they don't sponsor out. us, but go get a drink at Tolly this weekend. It's a long weekend. Those so, are all good drinks. I got, yeah. I've got no issues with any so, of them. So I, this I is crazy. Though, yeah. You can't smell. Nah. I grow extra bones, and Jay has two col different colored eyes. We're just a freak show. Oh, and my heart doesn't work. I, had, oh, yeah, I was born with four work. holes yeah. in my heart, and I still have one left. <laughs> I, will that ever repair itself or surgery? Probably or? not. Have you had surgery? I've had before? one surgery for one of them. Yeah, you wow. see the scar. Anthony's got a giant yeah, scar. No, yeah, no, I know. Surgery for I was gonna, I was gonna bust the stones once in the gym because he was benching like the bar and like ten pounds or something. Oh like, yeah, no, that's bro. It what doesn't is, get much better than that. What is up? And he's like, no, no, I can't lift more than what forty-five pounds or yeah. something. Uh, give or take. I think my max has been one thirty-five. Hey, college. bro, listen, yeah. you got out of a lot of chores. I had always been telling my mom, my heart hurts. Stop playing with me. I can't breathe. I got out of school a few times. I can't breathe. I'm not. Running no gasters, coach. No gasters for me. I can't breathe. <laughs> Heart troubles. G. Bush, you just fat. All right, we had a, we had a very passionate show today. We've decided uh, the ownership uh, pecking order in Cleveland. <laughs> One in four Cleveland fans prefer Haslam. <laughs> yes. Over all the other owners. Somewhere. Go figure. Somewhere Haslam is in a in a dark room. You know what he's doing? He's watching. He's going. <laughs> the plan. I still have them fooled. <laughs> the plan is working beautifully, Mike. Except trash. We'll see you Tuesday. No show Monday. Trash.